Faith Actors, for everything 26 and 26, make sure to check out 26and26.com. That's 26in26.com. Conceived in quarantine and born into a world we never would have imagined. A podcast featuring two friends, outrageous facts, and a countdown clock that always wins. This is 26 and 26, the A to Z of everything. Ba 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 Brandon ba 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 So much for not starting these episodes with singing each other's name. We're doing it, man. This hey, is our this is our choice to do this. Lean into it. Lean, lean into it. it if you can't if you can't do anything else. I love it. How, How are you, buddy? I'm fantastic, and I'm excited to record. It's it's been a hot minute since we've done this, and and I'm 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 ready. I'm ready. Let's do this. Let's do this. How Let's are you doing? Do this. I'm doing good, man. Um, life is beautiful. The world is. is healing. Um, is. I, I'm seeing beautiful people doing beautiful things, and ugly people doing ugly things, and that's life. So that's kind of back to normal. Hell so yeah. what what are we talking about on this episode? <sighs> This episode, we're going to get into animals, um, and we're going to cover 26 cool facts, hopefully, in 26 minutes on animals. Do you have a spirit animal? Monkeys. Monkeys are your spirit animal. Monkeys. Hands Every down. Kind. Why? Oh, God. I don't I don't even know. Just I, I love the personality. I love the one of my goals, even though I've heard they're assholes, I want to go see the monkey temple in... Oh God! It's China or India. It's in the mountains of, of one of them. As I say, that they're my favorite Blanket animal. Statement: I, I Asia. But yeah, the, 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 I'm sure there are multiple monkey temples in Asia. But yeah, like my you do my see fav- them being dicks quite a bit on like I videos know, and right? stuff. They're just stealing things and running <laughs> yeah. off. But they learned it. But but I mean, he, that was he was my favorite character in Pirates of the Caribbean. Was was the monkey, the undead oh, okay. monkey. He's just my favorite little guy. You keep waiting for the spinoff just with him. Oh, hey, if (laughs) Scrat from Ice Age got his own movie, the monkey from the Pirates of the Caribbean can get his own movie. That's the little squirrel, right? Uh Uh-huh. He did get his own movie, didn't he? he? Yeah, a full movie. (laughs) Well, we're going to cover some of his cousins in this episode. (laughs) I've always viewed my spirit animal as Baloo the Bear from the Jungle Book. Like Ooh, okay. he's just kind of always been my vibe, my speed. Just, just bare necessities. It's all you need. It's all you need. That's all just you need. Bare necessities. Did you watch? Did you watch recipes. the um the the live live action? Would the live action be I the didn't. correct term? How was yeah. it? I did not watch it. It had Bill Murray in it, so I was in. Oh, um, I don't played, think I knew he was in it. Yeah, he played my beloved Baloo. Oh. And uh, it was incredible. It was actually quite good. It, it held my interest quite a bit. What did you <laughs> I, say? What did you say, say? I didn't say anything. <laughs> Just anytime Bill Murray gets brought up, all I can think of is Woody Harrelson in uh, Zombieland. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, speaking of Woody Harrelson, I, I, I know we're going to have to get to this episode, but I just found out Woody Harrelson's dad was a killer, a, a contract killer for the cartel, and actually what? murdered one of the biggest judges in Texas. What? Um, 
And Woody has been fighting for years to like get his father's name cleared or something like that. But a cartel contract killer, Woody Harrelson's father. I, I didn't know that. Huh? He seems chill. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, know? I would. I would. That. I'm just trying to wrap my head around it right now. Like that was not yeah. the direction I thought any of that was going. Like no. we started with Baloo and the bare necessities and we ended out with cartel, cartel, cartel contract, contract killers. killers. On that note, let's Plus. start some letters. Let's do <laughs> some letters. All right. You've got a timer. I've got a timer. Let's start in three, two, one, go. We will start where we always start. And that of course is with the letter A, A for animal attraction. Calvin okay. Klein's obsession for men is used by researchers to attract animals to cameras in the wilderness. So re remember that the next time you want to smell good out in nature as the bears chasing you. Um, hey, Steve, you still want to still think a couple squirts was a good idea? I mean, I don't know if you're wearing cologne into the woods, but people do. I've definitely been with people. I've actually even mistakenly almost did it myself. Like right before you go out, you're like, I don't need to do this. I, I got to smell good for the bears. I got to make sure that, you know, well, I, it's part of the routine, but think about that Calvin Klein obsession. That is actually, that's that attracts yeah. animals. So a some serious pheromones do, do, or did you just find out the fact? Do we, do we know anything more about it? Oh, I did not just, dive deep okay, into it. Right. No, no. All right. Add it to the homework list. But speaking of diving deep, you can check out B blue whales. Um, you can hear a blue whales heartbeat from over two miles away. The blue whale is the largest animal on the planet, which we may have or may not have known, um, weighing up to 150 ton and measuring up to 90 feet long. That's nine stories tall. So it's got this huge heart and it's roughly the size of like a Volkswagen Beetle. Oh uh, it weighs God. on its own. The heart alone weighs 1300 pounds um, oh and it's God. all in an effort to move blood through that massive creature. Um, but its heart has to beat so powerfully, you can hear it yeah. from two miles away. I, so I, two things. First of all, um, thalassophobia, fear okay. of water where you can't see the bottom okay. or like through it. it. Weirdly enough, kind of my thing. Um, the thought of being in deep water and not being able to see anything and just hearing thump, 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 thump or whatever a blue whale's heart sounds like and just wondering where that booming is coming from shivers down my spine right now. But also what I'm thinking about is you mentioned how hard it has to pump the, the pressure the force the, 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 to get it 90 feet. Just or, to do or, the, the plumbing in a nine story building. The pressure is immense to get it to the top. This oh whale is doing God. it naturally in its own body. Yeah. And it's so, you know, like that, um, that beat only happens eight to 10 times per minute. Um, it's it's that, that makes slow sense. as I mean, it's got to get really, really deep in the water so that I don't know why that makes sense to me, but I'm going to say that it makes sense to me. God, I just picture With that scene in Jurassic knowledge. Park where you see the water kind of vibrating. Yeah, you know, no, in the glass no, with Steve no, Gutenberg. I'm out. Gutenberg. I'm out. Yeah, no, forget it. Forget it. Forget <laughs> it. I'm out of That's there. I, I, I'm a land creature, not a water creature. They can stay there. I'll stay over here. But he's Nothing. actually the one that you kind of want to interact that, with that is, in the ocean. But still, let, let's just do our best to avoid him, I guess, in general. Um, do you know who Charles Darwin is? Never heard of him. 
Really? Okay. Really? You're, okay. Really? I was like, because I asked the question kind of assuming you did. <laughs> it was the dumbest <laughs> joke I could have gone with. And it's, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, yes. I've, I'm familiar with his work. Okay. So Charles Darwin um, was born in 1809, um, which I did not know. I thought he was a little closer to our timeline, but he was kind yeah. of back in the day. I didn't realize that. I did but think what, he was kind of around the 1900s as well. One of his pets, however, just recently died in 2006. Turtle. Exactly. Yeah. His personal, well, technically a tortoise, but his personal yeah. pet tortoise um, didn't die until recently. Darwin was born in 1809. As an adult, he traveled to the Galapagos where he made some of his most profound discoveries and theories. Mm-hmm. Um, when he was there, he brought back a five-year-old tortoise named Harriet. She outlived her adopter by 124 years, Boy. making it to a whopping 176 years old. Now, this was kind of cool, I thought. Harriet lived out her final years as a part of Steve the Crocodile Hunter Irwin's family in Australia. She passed oh. away in 2006. I thought that was pretty cool. 2000, actually 2006, that would have been before Steve passed away. Oh yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. I guess so, so. That's, that. out of all the families that could have gotten him or Oh, her, sure, sure. That's, that's, have you seen Steve Irwin's son and Shocking. what he's doing? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Geez following in his father's footsteps and like so is the daughter bindi i love oh, that name too bindi. bindi i didn't yeah i don't know either of their names but they're they're both incredible and and the the legacy that they are are carrying on good for that turtle i'm absolutely and it's kind I'm of crazy how can. much that what connects you know um charles darwin to steve to irwin, steve irwin. one pet one tortoise I, I i would love to see the um the, like the lineup of people that had that tortoise because it, I mean, it, Oh yeah. Over, you know, that period yeah. of time, I would love to see this episode get going because we <laughs> haven't gotten very far. Let's go with D for decibels. Nathaniel, what is a loud decibel? Like in, you, you're very familiar with audio. What, what is a loud measurement of decibels? Like, would you say a hundred decibels is loud? Uh, it's bring close. I, I would say closer to 120. What would you say is a loud concert? A loud concert, you're looking at about 120. Exactly. Above that's the threshold of pain. Um, So D for decibels, you've got the pistol shrimp. A pistol shrimp can make a sound louder than a gun, and it kills their prey using bubbles. They're also called snapping shrimp. Um, They have a biological mechanism that allows them to fire bubble bullets. That alone is enough to make them pretty memorable, but... The resulting sound is a screaming 210 decibels. Holy shit. In comparison, a gunshot is 150 decibels. I mean, it's basically double the sound you hear at a loud concert. Pistol shrimp. Wow. I would like to revise my favorite animals from monkeys to pistol shrimp. That's, (laughs) that will rupture eardrum. Well, I mean, it'll kill creatures. I mean, it, it, that yeah. is, it's, it's, it's what it uses to hunt. Yeah. It's terrifying. You know what else is terrifying? E for a cows that moo in regional accents. There's, there's the fun letter. Okay. The moo <laughs> in regional, oh my God. <laughs> well, this is what, what's, there's a lot of things to unpack here, but language experts have suggested that cows have regional accents, just like humans. According to the BBC, 
This phenomenon was first detected by a dairy farmer who noticed that their cows had different moves depending on what herd they came from. You can tell the cows from New England because they all wear Adidas track suits. Like, <laughs> they don't even need to hear joke. them. Yeah, bad <laughs> joke. Hey, I'm mooing here. <laughs> I'm mooing here. Um, that's a New York one, I guess. But um, w- w- what's nuts is you know that there was some farmer who had been saying this for years. It's like, no, I'm telling you, they've all got little accents. And everyone's like, okay, okay. The BBC says it and everyone's like, finally. The cow whisperer just, I can tell you where that cow's from. Just listen to it. Moo. You're full <laughs> yeah. of it. Yeah. It's like, okay, Farmer Steve. Sounds good. <laughs> sounds good. F. Feet tongues. Yes, feet tongues. Lobsters taste with their feet. They have tiny little bristles inside of their pincers that are the equivalent to human taste buds. Meanwhile, lobsters' teeth are actually in one of their three stomachs. Yeah. Why? Why? My head just kind of exploded, really. Yeah, um, yeah. Didn't we learn that you can taste garlic if it's on your feet in one of the other episodes, or am I just... You may have come across... Actually, no. I think that... Was that in the humans episode? It would have been... It may have if, been. If, if it would have been in anything, it would have been... We should probably listen to our own podcast. It would be a good idea, and we suggest <laughs> all of you do the same. Although, if you're hearing that, you probably already are. G, <laughs> Thank you. For... This is a fun one because we are doing animals in this episode. G is for the Goodyear blimp. Oh, yeah, that animal. That makes sense. <laughs> well, it's actually the official bird of Redondo Beach, California. That's right. The Goodyear blimp is obviously iconic, but I still don't know if it's a bird. Um, but that didn't stop Redondo Beach. The coastal city situated near the Goodyear Blimp's home in Carson, California. And so it's not even in Redondo Beach. It's in a nearby city. And they named it the bird of Redondo Beach. Um, They passed a resolution in 1983 to make the blimp its official bird. So it's like, that's pretty progressive in 1983. They're like, we identify the blimp as a bird (laughs) and it's our official bird. So good for you, Redondo Beach. I'm just yeah. leaving it at a sigh. I... Fair enough. H for hum. <laughs> Giraffes. They hum to each other at night to make sure that the herd stays together. Oh, that's um, although scientists had previously believed that the animals were completely silent or made noises that humans were unable to hear, they recently learned that giraffes can hum. My wife snores uh, at <laughs> night to make sure I don't sleep. So it's an <laughs> interesting wanna... dichotomy there. You want to know who's not listening to our podcast anymore? <laughs> <laughs> she, she never was. She gets she gets enough to hear my voice, man. She's like, oh yeah, yeah. Let me let me sit down and carve out some time to listen to you talk more. Yeah, I got a thirty minute car ride. I'd love to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now we're gonna do something a little sweet because we were a little oh. sour just then. Okay. Um, I for it's a thing. Otters sleep holding hands. No. Yeah, I know. I love that fact. I I have such conflicting emotions about otters because they do some terrible things. But my God, they are so adorable and hilarious. Yeah, I was gonna say, I just I don't even have any notes. I don't have nothing to say. It's just that's adorable. I'll I'll, I'll take it. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna bring up the bad stuff. I just want to think about adorable little otters holding hands and then waking up and cracking things on their tummies and calling it a day. That's that's you're right though. Their bite force is insane. They can open clams. Oh yeah, their gnarly strength in their mouth makes me like they're holding hands, but they'll take off your hand as well. Um, Jay for jamming. 
Damn sea it. lions can dance to a beat. There are only two mammals on Earth with the proven ability to move their bodies in time with an external beat. Humans, although not all humans, to be fair, um, and sea lions. <laughs> when... When researchers at the University of Santa Cruz uh, rescued a stranded sea lion in 2013, they found that she was very smart. Um, she was even able to learn how to dance. Though parrots can keep a rhythm, it was previously thought that only anim the only animals capable of complex vocal learning could do this. So what in nature would cause an animal or mammal to need to understand a beat, I wonder? Is that an actual question or just a rhetorical question? Both, I guess. If I, you have an answer, I'd appreciate it. Well, I, I was trying to, like, at first I was like, beach parties. But then I was like, well, are beach parties <laughs> being hell? Well, like, if they're low-end base carries, especially through water. So, like, maybe if there was, like, some thumping club near some sea line. But, like, that's well, not going tribal... entire an entire species of animal to groove to the beat so i have no I, so wait what's the difference between a sea lion and a parrot though like you, you made the comment the parrots mammals and animals aren't we mammals but are we not but we're not animals but animals are mammals ma animals can be mammals let's not get into the details okay. on this <laughs> Um, no, you're kind of right, though. That did confuse me. And I thought it that was just the, the easy distinction was um, an animal or a mammal. But yeah, I guess. Hmm. Oh, well, no, what I was a thinking bird. is like if birds can't do it, but I'm wondering if birds can just kind of wiggle. And I'm wondering if sea lions are specifically like on the beat. Like, could a sea lion keep time? One, well, it two, obviously can. Three, it has to four. be able to at least do a four count. You That's know. Oh, a little God. three sea count waltz. Are already better than most drummers I know. <laughs> we do know a couple drummers that listen to this, so we will just move <laughs> right along. K for killer stats. One tiger. Not whale. One tiger killed more than thirty years. Thirty years worth of killings of compared to all bears, spiders, and snakes combined. One singular tiger, not tigers in general. A tiger. Like a specific tiger, like they know the tiger. Like his name's Bill, all right? Killed 30 years worth of what bears kill if in humans, yeah. spiders and snakes combined. Bears kill an average of two people a year. Spiders okay. are responsible for six deaths per year. And huh. snakes account for five deaths per year. All huh. those together for the last 30 years, you still don't come close to the total number of deaths that the Champatua tiger who killed 435 people in nepal was, was he like yeah. just turned loose on a village was it like gladiatorial combat or was he just picking people off in the woods <laughs> he was like, just i think he was all of the above when you put I, up 435 <laughs> he, in a year like that's yeah that was more a, than one person that's substantially more than one person a day I don't that, know if he did it in one year, um, but he did it in his in oh, his span. Okay, in, okay. So in his lifetime, he killed more than thirty years worth of bear spiders and snakes. I thought he did it in one year, and I was like, "That is the a tiger referred to it as being tiger. in his prime." But yeah, yeah, that's some. <laughs> those are some stats. That's. I mean, think about it, like we've got Shark Week, and what sharks kill six, eight people a year, something like that globally. Yeah. 
this tiger is so pissed. It's like, hey, guys, look over here. Look what I'm doing. I'm putting up numbers. Those are rookie numbers. I right. am LeBron James of taking out humans. <laughs> Seriously. Those spiders have nothing on me. <laughs> L for loud AF. Roosters. Considering a rooster's crow can uh, reach 140 decibels or louder, it might leave one to wonder how the rooster itself keeps from going deaf. Um, when the noise is coming right out of its beak, turns out, the roosters have built-in earplugs, and as they, they begin to crow, they have an, in, uh, an external auditory canal closes off, me. preventing the sound from coming in and basically serving as earplugs. So that's kind of cool. I hate chickens. Have you ever I'm heard a rooster uh, crow? Yeah, I've got one literally three doors down from me. Okay, this is what I was going to ask. What do you think about city roosters? Well, considering they don't crow at sunrise and will crow whenever the hell they want or whatever. What do you mean? I thought they only crowed at sunrise. Not this one. This one's like, it's noon. Or 2 a.m. I've been I've really? been out on my back porch like we like if uh, during the winter when it's cold enough to have fires out and like we're out drinking and yeah, 1 a.m. Why? <laughs> He's all it's sunrise somewhere. I'm, like, I'm <laughs> hungry for chicken wings right now. You yeah. one more time. <laughs> M for massive turtle. The world's biggest ever recorded turtle was a leatherback turtle that was washed up on the Harleek Beach in Wales in 1988. It was estimated to be about 100 years old and was almost nine feet in length, weighing 2,016 pounds. Imagine that bad boy coming up on the beach. Nope. Again, that would be when that comes out of the water, I'm leaving. <laughs> Yeah, even though you see it moving slow, you're just like, ah, yeah, we got to go. And again, my caveman brain comes in and goes, gotta kill we it. probably got to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are kids. We just got to take this thing slow out. Slow and steady wins the race. I'm not chancing it. Got to kill it. <laughs> got to take it out. Got to take it out. And I'm not even a hunter, but when you see something like that, oh, yeah. Oh. Um, N for nah, nah, I'm good. Um, a wood frog can hold its pee for up to eight months. Talk about having to go. Wood frogs I, in Alaska have been known to hold their urine for up to eight months, sticking it out through the region's long winter before relieving themselves once the temperatures increase. The urine actually helps keep the animal alive while it hibernates. Uh, with special microbes that are in their gut that recycle the urine or the ura which is the urine's main waste, and it turns that into nitrogen. I don't do that. I usually <laughs> just go. I was going to say, there are days where I can't go eight hours. <laughs> My wife is pregnant right now. Every 10 minutes, oh, she's yeah. peeing. Nope, Every that's... 10 minutes. And her doctors are having her drink like two gallons of water a day. So it's just a problem. Oh, yeah. Um, you don't even have to be pregnant. You drink that much water, you're peeing every 10 minutes. Add a kid. Forget it. Just, yeah, just move the Pushing computer on your into the stuff. bathroom, and that's your office until <laughs> you're due. <laughs> you bring the bumper dumper inside, you're set. <laughs> All right, O for opposable thumb. Um, 
All right. It's a big factor. Exactly. There you go. Um, it's a big factor in what separates humans from animals. Um, but that's no reason not to have a holiday imagining what it would be like if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs. You can now spend 24 hours thinking about just that on March 3rd of every year, which is, of course, which we all know, the celebrated, what if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs day? Oh, yeah. Yep. I mean, right after Christmas for me. Like, Christmas, Obviously. what if cats and dogs had opposable thumbs? Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like, How else do you bring in spring? Um, <laughs> the days of the year, you can other you can ask yourself, imagine a world where your favorite furry companions had opposable thumbs. Do we get that day off work? I think it needs to be a fat. We, we don't get election day or tax day off. I don't think we're getting cats and dogs day off. Well, it's probably next, I feel. I ho- it, it'll probably happen before election day becomes a holiday. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, okay, so this one kind of messed me up because I had I had very different thoughts and feelings about it. P for platypus. Um, mm-hmm. What do you know about the platypus? It's a duck-billed mammal that it's the only mammal that lays eggs. Am I getting that I, right? Marsupial okay. or marsupial mammal? Oh, I thought it was the only mammal that mammal. laid eggs. It's the but, only mammal. It's the only mammal yeah. that lays eggs. Yes. Okay. It's a it's a yeah. unique creature. Maybe. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, many people think cuddling this adorable cross between a duck and an otter would be fun, but nope. beware Aren't the person poisonous? who tries it. The duck-billed platypus has a poison gland in its hind legs. Yeah, you knew that. I had no idea of this and can um, release venom using a hollow spur on its heel. While generally not deadly, the sting is said to be incredibly painful and causes and causes large amounts of swelling. Dude, what happened to you? A damn duck-billed platypus got me. They are not as chill as you'd think. Isn't I mean, duck, beaver, whatever it is. <laughs> he got me. He got me. Dude, so why weird. are you I'm, peeing on me? I, well, it works for jellyfish. We can at least try it for this. I know we're running short of time, but where did you learn that, that they could poison you? I, 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 I don't know. At one point, I had a weird fascination with platypuses. Um, okay. All right. That's, as we is. all do. As we all, um, everybody has that. I want to learn about platypuses phase. In we kind of do. And hopefully for all your platypus needs, you come here. We're going to teach you and make sure you know that they're poisonous. The Q. next episode is actually 26 about platypuses. All, all platypus <laughs> all the time. That's all I'm saying. Q questionable water intake. The kangaroo mouse never needs to drink water. Huh. Despite being named after an Australian animal, the kangaroo mouse lives in the Nevada desert and it uh, resides in such a dry area that its body has adapted to getting all of the hydration it needs via the seeds that it eats. This means the kangaroo mouse never needs to drink water. Do you know anybody who doesn't like to drink water? I've got a couple of friends that survive solely on like Mountain Dew. Um, Yeah, that's what I mean. And they just think water tastes gross. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I weirdly do know a couple. Well, not weirdly. We love you. Um, but yeah, no, there are a couple people that are like, I just don't like water. And I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. This is another one I don't get. R for really? Sloths can hold their breath longer than dolphins can. Really? By slowing their heart rate. Yeah, <laughs> really? <laughs> um, sloths can hold their breath for up to 40 minutes. I don't, I don't know why they're holding their breath for up to 40 minutes. Dolphins need to come up for air after about 10 minutes. I, yeah. 
actually, I think I'm more surprised that dolphins need to come up in 10 minutes than I... The sloth is weird, but the dolphin's a water creature. You would well, think why is a sloth doing it? Just for like a breath holding competition? It moves so slowly. It probably just does it just by... <laughs> and then <laughs> it doesn't exhale for... Exactly. Exhale. It's not intentional. <laughs> Learning that, all I could picture was like a group of dolphins going, really? That's impressive. <laughs> all right. Good for them. Good who knew? Just a round of applause from a bunch of dolphins. Speaking of who knew, S for squirrels. Um, oh, squirrels. Caused the most, yeah, and yeah. What was the name of the squirrel from the movie before? Uh, Scrat. Scrat. Scrat causes most of the power outages in the United States. (laughs) The APPA, American Public Power Association, says that squirrels are the most frequent causes of power outages in the United States. The APPA even developed a data tracker called the Squirrel Index. It analyzes the patterns and timing of squirrels' impact to electrical power systems. Turns out... The peak times of year for squirrel attacks are from May to June and October to November. Typically, the squirrels cause problems like tunneling, chewing through electrical insulation, and becoming a a path between electrical conductors. But um, frankly, the number one threat experienced to date by the U.S. electrical grid is squirrels. I... Please yeah. tell me that that information is available on a website. Like I can go and just see. APPA over. will tell you all about all it. Right. American I'm, Public Power Association. And since we got about a minute oh, left, a so minute. I'm going to get going here. Three uh, T is for three. Female kangaroos have three vaginas. <laughs> Think you're confused? Imagine the males. All right. We're not even going to stay there. No, no. Moving along. You for you don't say. Octopuses, law of three, octopuses have three hearts. Squids do too. One pumps blood to their whole system and two are dedicated exclusively to their gills, Um, which kind of makes them, shouldn't like squids and octopuses be like the official mascot of Valentine's? (laughs) I give you my squid heart. Yeah, I mean, we got little chubby kids. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's just, you know, you, you mail someone a dead squid. That shows how much you care about them. Let's start that. Let's start that. All right. I'm going to try to get one more in. Right, one more. V for very strong. The silverback gorilla can lift almost a literal ton. Um, the silverbacks can lift up to 10 times its body weight. Now, this makes them one of the strongest living species on earth, though they're feared. Silverbacks gorillas only use their strength if they feel threatened. And with that... It is time. Ah, 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 see? Well, you, you tied with tied with the last episode. Got all yeah. the way through V, or yeah, V, W. Yeah. Or did you get through W last time? We should really listen to our own podcast. We're going to make a little chart. We'll make a chart. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see what happens. Uh, all how we far know we is we've yet to hit 26 the minutes. On- and audience, that's the only one that matters. We got to get through Z. doesn't matter if we don't get through Z, where we ended up. Fact for Z? I do have get, one for Z, one. but I think you get uh, one what, one pity fact. Okay, okay. My pity fact is going to be for X, as in X going to give it to you. Um, <laughs> female, and actually, when I spelled that one, I spelled it as E X, as in X, like your oh, your former. X is going to give it to you. Okay, yeah, but it makes more sense when you hear this. Female lions do ninety percent of the hunting, while male lions attract their fair share of attention thanks to their impressive manes. 
It's the females who do the bulk of the work when it comes to feeding their families. Lionesses, not males, do the majority of the hunting for the pride, according to CBS News. But lionesses do 90% of, of, of the hunting while the males just kind of protect the pride. But I kind of think, think about how overhyped are male lions? They only do 10% of the hunting, and they're known as king of the what? Of the jungle. Okay, and yet they don't exist in jungles. So what there's you're never saying- th- unless you put a lion in the jungle, they don't exist in jungles. So it's like, how did they get this rep? <laughs> so what you're saying is lions do less work and get more attention. Male lions do less work and get more attention than female lions. So they're almost humans. <laughs> and yeah, and the pay is basically equivalent as well, you know, I, for the work they do. I am so curious though, because I know that prides can will have one male and then multiple females. So is it just the fact that there's five lionesses to one male lion? That's why they have the lion's share of the work. <laughs> I apologize. No, that, that was, was actually the, probably the smoothest <laughs> one we've ever done. So no, take credit for that. That was great. I, I don't know what it is, but I, I knew that I was like, one, I just never understood. I was like, oh, we got to be careful in the jungle because there's lions and they don't exist there. So that was one thing I was like, became immediately skeptical of lions. And then to find out that they're basically doing 10% of like the only thing they do, I guess they protect. Yeah. But at the thing. same time, I, I, I'm just, you know, I'm very skeptical of you lions. Watch out. I'm watching you. Got an eye on you. Oh, yeah. Watch out you, now. You know what lions we don't need to be scared about? The Detroit lions. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to say that now, and then next year we're going to get crushed by them. So. I, I mean, I don't even maybe. think we play them next year, actually. I, I have no idea. I don't even watch football. I just wanted to rip on the Detroit Lions. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's an easy, pretty easy target. If you were to pick a team, the one that doesn't win any games is a good one. I'm originally from Ohio. I have the Browns. I can't like I feel like I just kind of get I can. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Well, Nathaniel, it is now time to be thankful and grateful. So uh, thankful. The music that was heard in this episode was created by the one, the only Mr. Mike DeChico. You can hear more at domesticatedrobot.com. What are you thankful and grateful for? Oh, I am thankful and grateful for my mountain bike. Uh, It is, it's my, it's my, I I was thankful and grateful for uh, one of the other episodes for therapy, but my, my mountain bike is my other Zen moment. And I, I love getting out on my bike. I, I am especially now that bikes don't exist after COVID because everybody bought them. (laughs) I have never been more thankful to have something that I can get on exercise, be out in nature. And yeah, I I'm over the last week. I'm super thankful for my bike. It has been, it's been a a, a huge blessing. Well, I'm not nearly as selfish as you. I'm thankful for the people (laughs) who listen to this podcast. Unlike the bicycle that helps my mental status. Um, Um, it's been actually really cool to see downloads in like Australia, the oh, UK, yeah. France. Uh-huh. It has, I, I, I truly never thought anyone outside of Arizona would ever listen to this. So thank you. And we are extremely grateful. And I got to give a special shout out to our weird cult following of people that we don't know 
in Atlanta. Atlanta is one of our top markets. Absolutely. It's not us. Like, it's not. I, we've we've been able to identify some of the places. Like, yeah, I know somebody there. No, Atlanta, neither one of us. But we know no one. ATL, you're what's All up. day. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm a member of Outcast. basically. <laughs> this must be what it's like to be Andre 2000. That's what I feel like. So thank it, you, Atlanta. It, you have 3, been incredibly. Is it 3,000? I'm fairly certain it's 3,000. Well, I referred I to an earlier version of, of Andre. No, no, this is just an earlier version of Andre. It was Andre 2000 when I was really listening. <laughs> so like when he blew up, though, he was like, I'm 3,000 now. So it was like a totally different thing. I'm totally, I was thinking of like the T2000 or something. I'm not sure. Brandon, take us out of here. <laughs> <laughs> we leave you now with love and light and this. It's not the strongest of the species that survive, nor the most intelligent, but the one who is most responsive to change. Charles Darwin. Peace. (laughs) All right, Nathaniel, in under 26 seconds and in alphabetical order, tell us how they can find us. Go! A, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen to podcasts. F, Facebook, 26 in 26 A2Z. I, Instagram, 26 in 26 A2Z. T, Twitter, 26 in 26 A2Z. W, website, www26 in26.com. Y, YouTube, 26 in 26, the A to Z of everything. Time.